This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. From the ArmeniaProud.com studios. Genatsat Hayed. This is a toast to Armenia with Jono Kabinjian. A comprehensive look at the Armenian culture only on lineupmedia.fm. Genatsat, Genatsat, Pailuisin, Spesek, Brian, how are you? I'm doing very well today. Uh, Brian, we've got Anush, our wine segment, our big segment of the show. Well, yeah. she was in Armenia, and uh, I wanted a little intake on how Armenia was to her and uh, everything she covered and what did she see and all that. Anush, yeah. how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? We are doing great here. I, I hope Brian gets you a little louder on the keyboard here because... Uh, got her turned up. Uh, you got her turned up? Okay, good. Uh, Anush, uh, so you're in Armenia, and uh, mm-hmm. was this a uh, uh, planned trip to, for the wineries, or did you just want to catch up on uh, the motherland? How'd that go? So my trip has been planned very unexpectedly because I wasn't actually planning on going to Armenia this year. Right. Uh, right after the Guinea Fest, um, we were talking uh, with few friends, actually those who arrived from Armenia, and uh, we were talking about other festivals that happen around the wine. And one of the friends said, she's like, you know, we have this uh, beautiful festival, uh, wine festival in Artsakh, and it's so well attended and so well organized. It's a wonderful experience. Why don't you come? And at that moment, I thought for a moment and I said, yeah, maybe I should come. And so that's how I decided. I um, figured it would be a good way for me uh, to go and support in person the winemakers, uh, all the wine professionals. You know, we talk, I talk about them. I share their stories. Some of them I haven't met in person. So it would be a great opportunity. So I got my ticket and left and went. <laughs> so um, it was, uh, I haven't been to Armenia for 10 years and going back was an amazing experience. Um, Stop right there, Anush. I got to ask you this. I got to ask you this. For the 10-year gap, did you see mm-hmm. major differences in Armenia? So here's how I felt, and I kept feeling this and, you know, like talking to people about that. From the moment I landed in the airport, I mean, airport looked somewhat same because I think it was the same airport. Um, uh, It was the same 10 years ago, so nothing changed there. But my friend actually traveled all the way from Dubai. She came to meet me, and as we're driving uh, to my home, and that's where I stayed. I stayed uh, for 10 days in my home where I grew up. It's just, I felt like I've been here yesterday. My really? sense, the, my, 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 my like state of mind wasn't like, oh, I haven't been here for 10 years. It was like, oh, I was here yesterday. And uh, that's how I felt for the most of the time. Bravo, bravo. Because uh, so you, you felt like uh, you, haven't, uh, you haven't left Armenia at all. I mean, it was... Uh, like just yeah. yesterday. Uh, that's great. So when you get yeah. to Armenia, uh, are you now planning a trip to Artsakh or are you uh, going to stay in Armenia? How, how did that go? So, so you know, I like to plan everything from, from point A to point B. And knowing that, you know, how things happen is like, oh, you know, you'll come here and we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We'll think of something. So... I didn't want that to happen because my time was short and very valuable. Uh, I have planned everything. So I have planned to the all my appointments, all the meetings, all the transportation. So on Friday, I had someone, a, a, a driver, which is a very nice guy. I recommend him like from like any moment, like if you want to travel to Arta, very good driver, very safe, nice person. So he picked me up. And we drove, I stayed there overnight, which was also arranged for like a little guest house in the village. And the next village next to where the festival was going to be, I stayed there two nights and I came back on Sunday. 
Um, and uh, like I said, the, the driver, he was awesome. He took me all around, like whatever was close by to squeezing some sightseeing, etc. I have never been to Artsakh in my life. This was the first time for me. Okay, before that, though, and, I, I got to ask you this. Uh, was Armenia, when, when you're seeing Armenia, did you see like a newer Armenia or how? I mean, people are uh, talking about Armenia now has changed. Did you see yeah. any change? So I saw a lot of changes from the standpoint of like restaurants, buildings, um, uh, you know, uh, the same was there. Like people go out at 10 o'clock in the evening and stay up all night. That was there when that was there when I was there and it was still there, which I loved. I enjoyed it I so love much. It too. Um, there is a lot of, a lot of people from diaspora going to Armenia that just should just be there. And that was, that was new for me because always we had people in the high season come and visit Armenia, but with me, half of the airplane flying to Qatar was Armenians, and hundred like ninety eight percent of the airplane flying from Qatar to Yerevan was all Armenians. So that's daily or weekly how many people go there just to be there. So that wow. was new, I guess, in a sense. But nice. a wonderful restaurant, great. I mean, I was there for the wine. I went to the Invino, great wine bar, knowledgeable kids. They are really wanting to learn. So I guess that's that's newer because they have um, some place to look up to. You know, in our case, when we were going through those dark ages in 94, 93, there wasn't really too much motivation to um, do those things. So, um, yeah, it was, it was great. There was, in that sense, there was a lot of new, but I didn't get a chance to really, like, dive in into watching TV or be involved in the political conversations or this and that. So wine-wise, lots of new things. My feeling was like I belong here, Uh, (laughs) met my friends, and it just felt very warm and cozy and comfortable. Right, right, right. So now you get in the car with a a driver that you're very comfortable with, and now you take off on this uh, road to Artsakh to probably step on a car. Uh, so yeah, how, so we went. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh, give give me that uh tour now. Uh, you're in the car. Take us away. We're with you. Yeah. So he took me on the new road that goes by Sevan. Mm-hmm. It goes through like the northern. I guess no. I mean, I don't wanna. Um, I'm. I have a little bit challenges between the directions. But he took me on the road from Sevan, so it's considered the new road. So we drove through Sevan. We so Sevan by, took some pictures uh, on Sevan. I, I keep interrupting you, and I I do apologize because it's I re- it's fine. I it's really want to yeah, know. No, interrupt the way. Sevan, I I've heard that the there's algae in the water and the, all this on Facebook. Uh, when you seen uh, Sevan, did it look like the old Sevan, or was this uh, just a Facebook? Uh, something just throwing someone just throwing something up um uh i i haven't seen what's on facebook i think i've heard there was always this issue that sevan is drying out uh when i saw sevan from the car from the window and then we stopped at one corner where it was amazingly gorgeous view gorgeous okay i did not see any but it doesn't mean that it's not there you know maybe some parts where i wasn't there the parts that I haven't been there, like the shore, because we kind of drove almost all around Sevan, and it, it wasn't like visible from the window. So I cannot comment on algae you. there or algae not there. I can just say it was beautiful as always. It looked beautiful. Though. I took the picture. All right. It was yeah. I have a picture on Facebook, so uh, you can you can see that. It, can we? It was beautiful, gorgeous. Can we use that picture for our uh, this episode? We can use all the pictures. I have beautiful wow. pictures Excellent. on, uh, like, background with Mount Ararat, too. Yeah, we got enough of them. Well, I'd like to see a little bit of Sevan. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I drove to Sevan. Then I think it's Hapan. Then at some point I fell asleep because I was so jet-lagged. Um, and uh, uh, drove. And then the next thing I knew, we were in on Artsakh border. 
Now, as an, uh, I'm an American citizen, I haven't had a chance to get my dual citizenship yet. And it wasn't going because I wasn't planning on being there. So this everything happened so fast. I could get my visa on the border. So I need a visa as an American citizen or I guess any other foreign citizen. You need a visa to get to Artsakh. But I took care of that a day, like the, on the day I arrived on Thursday. I went to the consulate of Artsakh and I got my visa done. It, it was done very quick in the consulate for free. The, you don't have to pay for that. And the um, funny thing that they ask you when they give you the visa, they say, do you want it uh, attached to your passport or you want it just with like a paper clip so you can take it out? Because... Uh, I mean, and I think that's the reason, because if you have that, uh, uh, like with a foreign passport, if you have that Artsakh visa in your passport, then you become, you, you get automatically listed as a blacklisted on the Azerbaijanis um, side, something like that. So, uh, so they ask, do you want it like uh, attached or you want it on a paper clip? <laughs> so what did you do? So it's a beautiful visa. It's a <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure what I want to do. I want to have that in my passport. I think I will put it into my Armenian passport. Good job. <laughs> or maybe I don't even, I, I, don't, I don't need that there anyway. So. Yeah, but, it's not like we're visiting helps. Azerbaijan. So who the hell cares? I, I wouldn't care either. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. That's right. So, um, uh, so, yeah, it was a good to me because, like I said, I like to be prepared going into everything as much as I can. I didn't want to spend much time on the border while they fill in the papers and stuff. And it makes their life easy too. Like there were like four or five cars and then we pulled in and just showed those papers and it was, uh, we were out in like two minutes. Okay. So, so continued our way. if I don't have, uh, I always thought maybe I just thought wrong, but uh, back then you can just uh, like my mom just went from Armenia to Artsakh, uh, got in a Jeep with a, uh, some soldiers, uh, and they just took her across the border, no problem. Now you have to have a visa, then, right? To get get yeah, the arts I don't off? know how. Well, I don't know if then it was enforced, or you needed then, or I, I don't know the nuances. But I had to find out. I called here the consulate in DC, and I asked them. They said yes, you need a visa if you have an American passport, and um, you know, just I mean, maybe I could have. I, like I said, it's it's an easy thing to do on the border, but there is a border control, and they do check your passport or your papers Very to cool. go in and out the right. country. So, all right. So now you're in Artsakh. Yeah. Uh, you you so went through. Art- yeah, you went through it sushi. Was beautiful. I. Uh, we we didn't drive through sushi. We went on the way back. We went to Stepanakir, but on the way there was this very interesting site. You know. Um, uh, regarding mining there was a mountain that looked like the top of it was gone and right at the moment when we were there there was a truck who was like bulldozing down the stones and i was like what is this sound and then we stopped by and actually filmed it and i have a clip of it how like they are doing whatever mining and then the stones are like just like a waterfall like a stoneful like going down and it was um i don't know which mine it is and what exactly was there but it looked like, you know, they just took the top of that mountain and it was gone. So, well, I don't, no, idea, I re- no details on what it is. Yeah, I don't really like to hear a, a whole mountain gone either. I mean, that's uh, something that I like to keep uh, yeah. uh, traditional and uh, just keep uh, nature intact. That's what Artsakh's known for. Yeah. But you said the, the mountain peak was uh, erased? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like flat. Yeah. Oh, that's that's not good. It was, it was kind enough. of, but, but like I said, I don't know what it is, what kind of mine it is. I can't like give information. I just see. I'm just saying. I'm just what you about my observations. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. And I have, and I took a picture of that video. So it was dark already. It was like about like seven, eight o'clock. So we drove through um, Stepanakert. I I'm, had I'm to gonna, go see. I'm going to jump uh, in again. Mountain. I'm going to jump. How was that road? The, the road uh, that they fixed, was it really nice road? Very nice. Okay. Very nice road. Very good ride. Um, uh, like I said, this guy, he's from Sepanakert, so he is. But the road was really passport. smooth. They they worked on this brand new to road. Me, yeah, yeah. There okay. Was, there was, it was a very good, comfortable road. Okay. I did not feel 
car's sake. I did not feel like I'm just being like this. Uh, right, whip, going like up and down. In the, yeah. yeah. So Given now that, it's... You know, anytime I sat in the car, I put on my seatbelt. Right. Which everybody was like, this is not necessary. I'm like, it is necessary for me. I'm used to it. I cannot sit in a car without seatbelt. I'm right. like, I feel like I'm in the air. Right. So now it's 7, 8 p.m. You're getting close to your yeah. destination. So, yeah, we had to stop by the uh, Tati Kempapik, the grandma and grandpa, uh, take pictures there, the, um, uh, that, that uh, um, significant monument. And then we drove through Stepanakiev, looked through the buildings of there, like where the parliament or where their all things are. And then from there, it was another hour to the village where I was staying. And um, this owner of that uh, the, uh, little home like it, it wasn't a really bed and breakfast but it was a house where they have a room that you can rent and uh, um, they also have like a place where they can make for you uh, like a party food like if you have a party they can make lavash and tonic and barbecue and there are other cultural traditional meals they also can make some fresh vodka and you can taste it there <laughs> how it much was an amazing like very homey place how much is a stay like that for overnight with uh, with all these uh, stuff being put into effect? So I just stayed overnight without any other stuff because I had to go to the festival next day. And uh, it was like about $20, $20 per night, but it was a room for like two to three people. And I was just by myself. So 20 bucks got you... All that food, the the, the happiness, no, no, and no, all no. that. No, just no, no, no food. Just just overnight stay. Okay. And 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 in the morning coffee and the yummy pastry. Okay. But if you wanted to have like if you are with friends, and that's if you what want I want. Have their things, then for an for an extra charge, which I'm sure it's like not a lot, they can organize with this cultural, traditional lunch or dinner that oh, you can that's, have that's in this amazing setting. That is excellent. Yeah. When you went through Stepanagert, backing up on the road here, uh, when you went through there, did you see a lot of the diaspora people that are touring into Artsakh, or did you uh, just uh, not pay attention to that? I mean, were there people? That- no, it was, well, it was dark, but there were people all over walking. We didn't really go out, get out of the car too much because I was, you know, my jet lag and all the drive is like, uh, it, it took us six to seven hours with the little stop. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was ready to go and just, uh, you know, fall asleep. So I didn't see much, but I know that a lot of people from diaspora, uh, you know, a lot of visitors are gone. And not only diaspora, the next day I met two Russian girls who have been coming to Arta for eight years now. They love the place. They, they, they cannot imagine their summer without visiting for at least a week. How cool. Uh, they love the people. The people in the village know them. There's like this time they were going to come back and bring some educational things in the classrooms so they can like do something with the kids. This, they, they knew Artsakh in and out to the, like, if you told them, if, if you said, okay, where can I go see? They would be the, your tour guide. That's how much they love the place. And that's wow. how uh, much they have to come back. It was amazing. And that's she said beautiful. that they had, like, a bunch of friends who do that. You know, I, I, I'll i speak on behalf of your, you as well here when I say this, uh, too, Anusha. I think we would like more Odars to love Artsakh and uh, accept Artsakh as Artsakh and not Kurt and Nagorno Karabakh. So that that's kind of cool. Mhm. So yeah. Well, I made an effort. I may have been making an effort to just, you know, when I speak about the region to say Artsakh and uh, I think it has become a habit that I um it's it's easier actually in English to say Artsakh than say Nagorno Karabakh. Yeah, like I, this, know. I know. I know. To me, to me, it's like it comes more naturally, say, Artsakh, and even when, in Armenian, too, when I speak to the to friends and stuff. So, 100% yeah, agree with you. I, I don't even like to acknowledge Nurgona Karabakh. That's not us. That's not our name. We are Artsakh. So, uh, you know what? Armenians mm-hmm. out there that are listening to the show, let's stop calling it Nurgona Karabakh. I, I, I get it. It's what they want us to call it, but that's not us. Uh, we are Armenian. Let's call it. Uh, Artsakh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. All right. So do you have a destination when you're there or are you just uh, planning on uh, knocking on a door and saying I'm here? So my, my, uh, no, well, the, the, the place was arranged for me. So they knew that I'm coming. Okay. My destination in Yerevan is my home. So I have the key to that place. And, um, and then I have made all my appointments with the wineries that I wanted to see. I wanted to go see the people that I know that I've interviewed for our podcast. So, um, of course I had to go see Zorik and his interview we have on the, um, in one of the episodes, I think two years ago, we I recorded with him. I had to visit Tushpa with Garland, whom I interviewed um, once, and he's also on the group discussion. Voskeni with Ararat, even though Ararat wasn't there. We have like three episodes with Ararat of Voskeni, and I visited um, Amy and Vahe Kushkerian, whom uh, I interviewed Amy for, my, for our podcast as well. So I had to go see their, like, basically where they are, their homes, and um, taste their wines and be there. And the experience was amazing. It was so wonderful to, you know, to go visit them and be there, you know, and see when they share their story with us and with the listeners, you know, what are they sharing and to feel that. So walk the vineyards, uh, well, not in uh, Amy's and Vahe's case, they, they have a custom crush facility, but with the other three, you know, walk their vineyards, smell the air, taste the grapes on the vine, you know, taste, smell their winery, the production facility, taste the wine at the place from the barrels or uh, not the barrels. Just, it was just an amazing experience. Okay. So you arrived that night or did you uh, rest uh, before you got there? To uh, back to Yerevan? So, um, no, no, not Yerevan. I'm talking in, uh-huh. in Artsakh. When you're in Artsakh. We're talking about Artsakh. Yeah. yeah. I, I switched. I, I went like all over the place now. But so I went, I arrived to Artsakh on Friday and um, I went to bed because it was around like nine or 10 o'clock and I was out. Right. Next morning at 10 o'clock, I woke up and um, uh, I had Arthur come and get me to take me to the festival. So, but before going to the festival, you know, they had a Wi-Fi and I was up at five o'clock. So before even the roosters start like crowing, I was on my Wi-Fi the U.S. with my family yelling all over the village because the Wi-Fi works better outside than inside my home. Wow. So I think I woke up all the villagers with my uh, uh, conversations and laugh and etc. So then the owners came um, and they were getting ready for this big party. And I have videotaped all of that. They were making the Zhingyalov hot. They were getting ready for their special uh, food that's kind of like a harissa with a barbecue. And they were convincing me not to go to the festival and stay there and party with them. <laughs> and I was like, I came all the way from from Los Angeles you know, to participate in this festival. Right. They're like, okay, then hurry up, finish early and come and, you know, so you can try the foods and stuff. So wow. wow. Very sweet. Very sweet. Very, like, open-hearted, open-like arms. They, um, you can see that how happy they were to see someone um, uh, being there, taking pictures, you know, right. making them important and, you know, paying attention and really appreciating uh, right. what they are doing and really valuing it. So it was, it, was, it was nice. I could see that in their eyes and I think they could see the sincerity of my uh, visit there too. So it was very this- special um, feeling. This is no shot. This is for folks out there listening in Armenia. This is no shot on you when I say this, but do you kind of sense that the Artsakh people are much more open, and that that's because you know they're much more uh, towards the terrain, the mountainous type of people, and that, that you get that in the same sense as in America too, where uh, the southern hospitality and all that. Uh, comes to play mm-hmm. and th- that could be the same as in Artsakh. Do you see uh, a little bit of a difference in uh, in the type of Armenians from uh, the people from Yerevan to uh, Artsakh at all or is it just uh, tell me um, your opinion on that? N- not not really. I I don't know. It's it's different, you know. There are different uh, um 
different feelings, different conversations, different warmth. Uh, but throughout, I mean, I was, this was the first time I was in Armenia without my parents there. And usually my dad is the person who would drive me around everywhere. So I had to rely on a lot of drivers, a lot of taxis, like meeting random people. And not a single time I met a person who wasn't friendly, who wasn't genuine, because I think it also comes from you, how you approach them and how you talk to them. Right. Um, then you get the response. So I think things go both ways. Now, this is a village, it's a village. And so typically everyone in a village, they are a little bit more um, open rather than people in the city. You know, people right. in the city are so yeah. busy. They are preoccupied That's, with their life. I agree. People in the village are more like, you know. Um, hey, we got someone new in our village. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious because I was taking pictures and running around from this corner to that other corner and all these puppies, like older men, they were sitting and they were like observing. They were like, what is this girl doing? Like she's by this door, she's by that door. For them, it was like not a big deal. But for me, it looked so pretty. The stones are pretty. This door is pretty. This handle is pretty. And uh, so, and then they said, do Yerevan, it says like, are you from Yerevan? I said, yeah, I'm from Yerevan. They're like, okay, we got it. Now, were you, uh, were you on the high mountain regions and all that to where uh, at nighttime it gets nice and uh, cool and uh, the the weather is just outstanding? Because I remember that in Armenia when we traveled up north uh, uh, to a village and uh, the people, and, and we were on one of those uh, higher plateaus on the mountains and the people are so cool. People are kicking back with me and uh we're we're drinking and i i could just imagine the same uh for you as well in the artsakh yeah it was um uh it, it wasn't too high where i was but the weather got much cooler at night so it was nice and crispy nice uh after all this heat in la i was like ready to like cool my body down and um uh, it was beautiful, a beautiful sunset and beautiful um, sunrise, which, uh, um, I mean, I, I wasn't there for too long, just two nights, but I really enjoyed it. It was, it was, it, the, the weather was amazing. The place was beautiful, so green, lush, changing colors, mm-hmm. like a beautiful time when it's like, it looks like a rug of different colors. There's orange, red, purple, violet. It's just, oh my it's God. just stunning and i just kept taking pictures and videos and this and it's just i couldn't get enough of it and it's interesting because i grew up with all of that and uh of course you know i was younger a kid you know when you're a kid you don't appreciate it as much but when you come back and you see all that um it's 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 you understand you know what what how beautiful that country is and how amazing um you know simple things like that forest can be you know of course and 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 on top of that too you know why the people stood up and did not want to lose that you you can uh, after that you just know how vibrant the land is how 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 much conviction these people have towards their land of course they're not gonna allow anyone to take their country i mean this is their this is what they grew up on so and what you just described mm-hmm. was beautiful was beautiful mm-hmm. uh now now you're going to the wine festival you, you left the festival. this group they they've they've said hey come on stay with us no i gotta go to this <laughs> wine festival so now we're on our way to the wine festival so got to the wine festival it was big they bust people a lot of kids school kids they bust them from nearby villages from Stepanakert, from all the cities to celebrate because it was not just it's called wine festival but it was wine and food festival and also they had a beautiful performance a concert and they had pretty much all the producers from armenia and Artsakh. well i mean this is confusing me it's like do you say from Armenia and Artsakh or you just say all wine producers from Armenia? So anyways, so the producers that I know um, were there. I met lots of producers whom I don't know and uh, talked to them and chatted, uh, took some videos because I'm planning on making a vlog, uh, which is also a really funny story because I'm not used to operating cameras. 
So some of my interviews that people are talking have no voice. <laughs> I'm not sure what exactly <laughs> I'm going to do with it. But I guess it's called technical difficulties and right. we'll figure it out. So, yeah. But it was well organized. Uh, people were friendly. So you get in, you get your glass, which is a riddle glass. And riddle glasses are considered to be one of the best in the world. They make the best glassware. So in a remote village, you have the best glassware to taste wine from. It's not like mediocre, some sort of a cup that you are using. Wow. Um, you pay 2,000 drums, which is roughly like um, 4 to $5, dollars, and uh-huh. then you get to taste all the wines that are there. Mm. Wow. So you and use that glass. At the end of the night, you use that glass. And at the end of the night, you can either keep that glass or you turn it in and they give you 1,000 drums back. And I didn't want to bring in the glass. I wasn't expecting to get any money back, but that's how I know. So I said, okay, thank you very much for the glass. And they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm like, okay. And then they gave me thousands. I'm like, oh, thank you. They still wanted to give you back the money, huh? That's amazing. Yeah. So, so it's like kind of like you are renting it, and then, uh, but it's amazing glassware. So, if I did, if I had a place, I would have kept it. But how big was it, Anush? You could have kept that glass. You could have wrapped it up and put it in your luggage there bring yeah, it back yeah I, I have yeah no I, I i couldn't deal with any glassware bringing from the from there i didn't even buy the any glassware from there to bring because i just know that the last day was is always crazy for me last days and packing is my least favorite thing to do so anything that involves glasses and etc like i didn't want to deal with it i just wanted to dump everything in my suitcases and you know spend as much time as i could with my friends but back to Artsakh. so they had, I forget how many, but they had a lot of wineries there representing their wines. The government officials came to the festival. It also coincided with the um, the Independence Day celebration. Oh, my God. So it was national it was pride, too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it was bad. They had a beautiful concert, uh, amazing food all around that you could buy for just a little extra money, uh, nothing really. And you're probably, I mean, you know, for, and you're probably thinking, man, I wish to God my family was here with me to enjoy this. I absolutely do family and friends, you know, friends who appreciate, you know, the, um, uh, all the wine and the food. Uh, the concerts, so, so the people, food. yeah, the concert, yeah. It, it was, it was a nice. I, like I said, I was by myself. Yes, I had those thoughts. I wish people were with me, but even being by myself, I enjoyed it so much because I felt good. Like you it was felt like, at hey, home. I'm walking around here. Yeah, I'm tasting these wines, and you know, I'm talking, and this. It's like I wasn't feeling like. I don't belong here. This is not my place. You know, what am I doing here? You know, oh, I just finish nice. and go. That's so it nice. Was, it was just nice to be there. Oh, man. That that sounds beautiful. Do they hold this Anush every time at this uh, every, month? Yeah. Every year is the third Saturday of the month. Third so, Saturday uh, of the third month. Third Saturday of September. Yeah. September. It's, it's there. It's their blessing of the grapes, which I missed because I was talking to um, one of the winemakers and we were in this conversation, like super excited about the winemaking techniques and this and that. So it was like, and all of a sudden I hear the priest singing and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Is this the blessing of the grapes? (laughs) And they're like, we think so. And, And I was like on the other side of the mountain and I was wearing these boots with a little bit heel. So I couldn't like run fast over there. So I totally missed that part. But it's okay. I uh, had a good conversation about Armenian winemaking and the, which yeast they use and what processes they go through, which was very important to uh, learn about, which was amazing. You know what? This is what I want to hear, Anush. This is what I love to hear because I am so sick and tired of everyone just complaining. I I watch it on Facebook. I I see all these people complaining out on the street, whining and lo- this is what being Armenians all about. I mean, this is what 
brotherhood, sisters, and all this, that we're all together and enjoying an environment together and not arguing and all that. This is what it's all about. I, I, I got to tell you, this really put a big, fast smile on my face hearing all this. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, there was nothing to, um, you know, the, it, it's not without, like, some unpleasant moments here and there, but that's natural everywhere. You of know? course, the yeah. People have differences in, 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 in things, but... I mean, you cannot dwell on those things. Those things are not important. It's, uh, um, you know, uh, somebody just asked you a different question that you didn't like. It's like, okay, you just move over and just go and do well, something else. Well, that's great. Um, that's great. Yeah, but, but, but very friendly. I mean, and not only, like, some people, it was funny how um, one, some person, uh, uh, a female came, she said, oh, I think I know you. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> And she said, yeah, I've been, are you Anush? You, you have the podcast um, with Jonna. And I'm like, yeah, this, that's this, this. us. And she's like, oh, that's so great to have you here. And, and they're like, you know, uh, why are you here? And I said, well, I'm here for the festival. And some people couldn't believe. Some of the winemakers, when they saw me, they thought they are seeing a ghost. <laughs> they're like, uh, why are you here? And I said, well, I told you guys I'm going to come. And well, here, here I am. <laughs> it was it was very unexpected because I didn't tell them that I'm coming. And, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I took care of all the arrangements on my own. And so I just showed up there and ready to celebrate with them and, um, you know, taste some amazing oh, wine. That's great and stuff. It was, it was great. Yeah. That's great stuff. So uh, we're in Artsakh. So for how long now? Two, three days. And then now we're back to Yerevan? So, yeah. So this is like, it's the Tol village and it's in Hadrut. So it's uh, one hour from, I, I cannot tell you which direction, but I guess maybe um, west uh, toward to Tol from Sepanakir. Uh-huh. Then uh, I was ready to leave early because I had my, like I mentioned before, my friend uh, traveled all the way from Dubai to be with me. And unfortunately she couldn't come with me to Artsakh. That would have been great. Time. That would have been great if that worked out. Yeah, so I had to see her, so I asked Arthur, who is uh, the, my driver, mm-hmm. uh, I told him, I said, let's leave at 6 o'clock in the morning. And he came at 6, and we hit the road, and we took now the old road uh, through Gori. Okay, so Which now you're going to go through Sushi. Yeah, so we went through Sushi, and I uh, took. A, I had to take a picture by the beautiful church, which was unfortunately closed because it was super early in the morning. Uh, it started raining. I was stopped by this old tree, which is, I forget the varietal of the tree, but it's like a 2,000-year-old tree. Wow. It's a big, like, tree. And people, like, when you, when they say when you have a dream or when you have gold, they tie to something to it, right? You wish for it. Yeah. No, no, no. Nothing is tagged. It's, like, completely clean. It's actually um, uh, a fence. So okay, that people good. don't ruin it. Yeah. Right, right. Because there's, there, and, there'd be a lot of cloth on that tree by now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we saw sushi. Uh, we went through that. Um, we looked at the tree. And then we just drove uh, straight through Goris. Stopped by um, uh, a road to get those beautiful, delicious peaches, which smell like heaven. Like until now, like when I close my eyes, I can smell those peaches because they wow. were so good. Wow. So juicy. So like, like, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, it, I think just tasting those peaches was the whole trip, but there was lots of other fun things that was part of it. So, um, my schedule was packed. I, I don't know if you have enough time to talk. I can talk forever about like every single day because every single day I had so much going on. Uh, for the time frame of this podcast, but um, so we stopped by for peaches. Uh, another important thing, they were renovating those roads too, so the ride was still very good, very smooth. Um, and um, yeah, just drove all the way to Yerevan, and uh, I, it was like maybe about two o'clock when I arrived with the with was, the stop. Was there like satisfaction? Uh, just uh, driving back, knowing that. You know what? These are all. This is all me. This is my my people, and it's so comforting to know that 
you can go from one place to another, from point A to point B, and uh, you feel like this this is this is my culture. This is everything that uh, we're all about. Yeah. Here's the thing, exactly. I completely agree with what you just said. A lot of people were concerned about me traveling, number one, by myself, a female, traveling to Artsakh and being a part of Hadrud, which is like uh, technically like it wasn't part of uh, the old territories. It's like um, uh, more south. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of people asking me, you know, how safe are you feeling safe? Are you safe? Like you're going by yourself. You know, you have nobody going with you, not a friend, not a, not a relative, not anyone. And um, I didn't like going in. I did not feel that it's not going to be safe, but I had a little concern after so many people questioned me on my safety. Right. And, um, and, and when I, uh, actually the organizers of the Artsakh festivals are the ones who uh, put me in contact with the driver. So through them, I found Arthur and, oh, they also found me that, uh, little room. So they were the ones who got me the accommodation and transportation. So I talked to her, I said, Garne, is it, you know, how safe is he? You know, I just want to know. And, and she said, he's a wonderful person and you will know for yourself. So from the moment, you know, I sat in the car with him uh, to drive, um, I don't know, just like exchange of few words. I knew that, you, you know. You were in a comfort zone. Garne watched for him. I was in a comfort zone. And, you know, when I got there, I saw the people. And then it's like, I didn't, like, I wasn't nervous going. But I just had like a peace of mind, and it was very safe. Everything was safe. The roads were safe. Artsakh was safe. The guys, you know, it's just like not for a moment I felt that I wasn't in a safe um, territory. Yeah, so it was. It was. It was great. Yeah. You know what? You gotta. You gotta. If you see me right now, I got a goofy grin on my face right now. Just, just so happy listening I'm to this. To take a picture. Yeah, hey. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, yeah. I brought some positivity today. Oh, the, no question about it. I think you know what? Down deep, I think every Armenian needs to see Armenia, and then on top of that, see what Artsakh's all about too. See what, see mm-hmm. what the people have went through to maintain. What is ours? And I, I say that word ours, and I feel so proud when I say ours because mm-hmm. uh, it's all of ours. It's all uh, yeah. the diaspora. I don't care if you're in China, in uh, Australia. Folks, when you get to Artsakh, it's, it's, your, it's your country. It's your place. So mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. great. It's, it's great to know that. Uh, you're in Yerevan. It's, uh- and uh, I wanted to give you a little, like, give it to um, not yeah. going into too many details, but uh, the, the driver guy, Arthur, he's from Stepanakert originally. And I asked him, you know, I didn't want to pry too much, but I wanted to ask him a few things about, you know, times for the war. And he told me this thing, which like, I, I just like, as a mom of two boys for me, it was something that um, I just can't even imagine my boys going through that. He said that the next day after the um, uh, freeing the uh, city of Shushi, you know, him and his friends walked from their town, walked all the way to Shushi to see what was going on there. And you can just imagine, you know, next day after a war, after a battle, after a slaughter, two like few boys walking through the town. And, you know, yes, those they, that people, you know, they went through so much. They have sacrificed so much, and they are still there, and they are not going anywhere. So, God, that's, was, that um, makes me so you know, proud. Make should make yeah, every yeah. every Armenian proud to know that so much love, so much love. Uh, you know what? If we didn't have Artsakh, I don't think we would have had Armenia. Uh, I really uh, because. Artsakh, I think, during the 90s brought every Armenian together to uh, to yeah. know how important Armenia... And you know what? If basically, Artsakh is Armenia. When I say Armenia, I mean as in whole. It's uh, it's something that comes hand in hand. And, and if Artsakh wasn't yeah. fought for, I don't know if we would have had this much love for Armenia as we do now. Hmm. So that's that's my take. Yeah, on it. I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hear you. So, any case, it sounds like a great trip, and it sounds like something that uh, 
I think uh, more Armenians, like Brian with his 1% here, should uh, <laughs> look into. Right, Brian? Absolutely. Absolutely. Through, Heck, I was in. looking up flight prices to <laughs> Armenia uh, during this show. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? It's, it's not too bad. You know, it's not too bad. I flew Qatar Air. It's long. It's 16 hours. But it's Qatar, cheaper. But, but great service. And better prices like too. The, yeah, they're affordable prices. Not, yeah. not it's not too bad. Like around thousand nine hundred dollars, you can get the round trip ticket. Right, right. Yeah, that's about what I found. Yeah, that's what you found too yeah. around that price range. Yeah, out of St. Louis too. So out of St. Louis, St. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's got to go somewhere though. Chicago or oh, Atlanta yeah, yeah. There's, or there's, New York. There's stops, uh, you know, along the way. There's layovers and or stuff. Washington. No, yeah. Qatar. No, Qatar is. Straight to Qatar yeah, and then to Armenia. It's just right. one stop. Right. I think he meant it's from here. Yeah, from he, from here where we are. Well, from St. Louis, we don't uh, we don't have. It's called International uh, Lambert uh, uh, Airport, but it's not international. We don't go anywhere from here. Uh, they don't take us from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a horrible airport. This is probably uh, Artsakh. Uh, airport here in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. There are direct flights to you know, like Canada and Mexico. That makes it international. Canada and Mexico is not really international, my friend. But it is. It's another. It's two other countries. All right, uh, stifle yourself there. Well, I'm talking about Europe. We're not ever going to Europe like from here. All right. Uh, so uh, that's that. That sounds great. That sounds great, Anush. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I think we ought to all we go can, there I, one we, time. I think we can do another like a segment where I can talk about visiting wineries in Armenia because I think I'd love to do um, that. I would love to do it, that. It, it, it was four days. It was four days packed with visiting wineries and other things too. So I think if I just start talking about that, it might take another um, uh, a time, which I wouldn't mind at all. But I think from the listeners' perspective, I think we need to maybe give them a little. No, I, I, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to rush into any of that. I, I want you to tell me details on these wineries and all that. So, yeah, I think that that would be great. Let's do that. When we have our next show, we'll have another 15, 20 minute segment on that as well. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm here to talk nonstop. And you know what? Those people enjoy it too. Love. They'll, they'll love it. They'll hear their name and all that. So it'll be, uh, every, everyone Absolutely. will be happy. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Anush. Uh, that's that's our show. And uh, you know what? Uh, I wanted to throw in one more thing uh, uh, after I get off with you. And uh, then, we'll, uh, then we'll conclude the show. So thank you so much, Anush. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. So that was Anush. Uh, and you know what? That sounds like a hell of a trip, man. I I think that uh, we yeah. ought to we ought to do something like that. I want to do something like that so bad. And and when Anish was talking about that, uh, you seen me? I had a stupid grin on my face. I, I felt like I was on the trip with her, and yeah. I had I I was interrupting her every minute. But you know what? I I wanted to ask her those questions. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because you know, it's it's damn cool. When I was in Armenia in that village, uh, when she started. Oh, excuse me, when she started talking about that village, I felt like that was the village I visited. And it was, the people are exactly the way Anush described. They're, mm-hmm. they're just happy people, you know? They're simple people. They don't have a lot of money, but you know what? Whatever they have, hell, they don't they don't mind having it with you too. Mm-hmm. That's what's so cool about Armenian people. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, here yeah, you get people that uh, have a little... You know, like, why should I share my food? This is my food. Go get your own food. And that, that's that's not the way it is in the Armenian lifestyle. I mean, we're all brothers and sisters. So yeah, I love it. And uh, did you see? Did you see the Armenian drone? Yes, carrying the Armenian Artsakh flag that during was awesome. their during an Azeri game. Uh, they're uh, uh, they're they're called Karabakh, but you know what? You don't have it anymore. Karabakh is Artsakh, mm-hmm. and so. I think it was like four Armenians that put this uh, flag together on the drone, the Artsakh flag, and it drove them crazy, man. Yeah. Because this thing stopped the game, suspended the game completely. It got them in a complete riot mode. The hell with them. They're all a bunch of savages anyway. But in any case, uh, it all worked out. And uh, you know what? 
That's IT. We are IT yeah. people. So that's what it's all about. So, uh, hey, for, for you guys out there, if you, there was more, God bless you. We love you. Great job. Matter of fact, if we could ever interview these guys, we'll have them on. I'd love to have these guys on. Track them down? I don't think we can track them down, though, because I think they're they're pretty quiet. But you know what? Who the hell cares? We're all Armenians. We're not we're not scared of any Turks. So in any case, uh, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much, Anush, uh, where, you know, she had to run off. But uh, that's Anush and a great segment. I loved it. I loved Fantastic. it. And Brian? Yeah. Always good to have you on, my friend. And, uh, folks, tune into our show. Go to ArmeniaProud.com for past shows and go to a taste. Uh, what is it? Tosta, Tosta Armenia? Yeah. A, toast. a, a taste. What, what the hell am I saying? A Tosta Armenia. That's the new show. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. The, the new no food kidding. show. Yeah, well, she kept talking about the food that they're making. Oh, God. I, yeah. It made me hungry. It made me hungry, too. Uh, Tosta Armenia. A Tosta Armenia. Hit a big like on our page. And if you want to hear all that, uh, all, all episodes from the past, go to armeniaproud.com. None of them really have any significance with one another. So they're all different. You can, I've had friends that have, uh, that have driven from like, uh, from Chicago to Oklahoma to California. They, they've had our shows on and they've had a great time listening throughout the throughout the entire trip so keep that up my friends we love you guys and if you guys got anyone that you'd like us to interview please let me know please let me know or let brian know and you they can get in contact with us at, at uh our, at our page yeah a toast to armenia a toast to armenia yeah, yeah. all right from uh brian jano genats at kishare party we'll see you next time take care my friends Tune in next week for another episode of A Toast to Armenia with Jano Kabinjian. Find the show online at armeniaproud.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation at facebook.com slash armeniaproud or Twitter at armeniaproud. Get all of our podcasts now at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.